Have you ever had a day where you stepped up to the scale expecting to see a happy number? Because, you know, you've been doing all the right things and yesterday, you know, you were you, you were good, but then inexplicably, the number is not a happy number. It didn't go down from yesterday or worse, maybe it went up and you think, how can this be happening? I stayed within my calorie count, I exercised well. Okay, sure, maybe you could have slept better or maybe you could have had more water, but come on. I mean, how? what, what is it gonna take? And so then the rest of your day, you walk around with this cloud of unhappy thoughts following you. Oh, the scale. Today, we're going to talk about the scale, how it gets in our heads and why, plus three different perspectives to help you approach the scale in a way that helps you be in control of the way you want to think about that number. You ready? Let's get to it. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do? but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello. How are you today? What is a win that you have had recently that you can point to and and focus on? Because remember, whatever you focus on expands. So what is it like a tiny win that you can kind of give yourself a pat on the back for that you've had recently? For myself, I went for a run and I went a little bit further than I did last time. Let me tell you, I did not go fast and I definitely stopped and walked whenever I wanted to. But the win was I went a little further. And so, hey, that's a win. So what is a win that you can find that you can look for today and look for ways that you're making little bits of progress all the time? All right, so now that we've got our focus in the right direction, let's talk about something that sometimes can be a little bit hard to have a positive focus on, the scale. All right, so I remember a time when I hired a weight loss coach and, um, you know, he helped me with like getting macros together. He sent me a bunch of recipes and workouts and so forth and I was like, okay, I'm in, let's do this. And I was following the plan faithfully and um, I was very carefully watching the scale and I had not been kind of honest with myself about what my expectations were. I I didn't really even figure out what my expectations were, but I know that somewhere along the line, certainly within like a week, definitely two, I was like, whatever those sort of unclear expectations were, they were not being met because my weight was not changing. The scale was not moving. And I was like, what, what, this is not what's going on. And I remember a specific day when I was like, all right, I've been doing all the things I'm going to step on the scale today. And it's going to tell me what I want to see. And it it did not, the scale actually had gone up that day. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And it just, that, that feeling of the scale going up and the, almost like that shame and guilt and frustration, it literally hung out with me all day. And just from a, a tiny step on the scale, that number made my, my whole day just kind of like this cloud. And so let's talk about that. Why do we do that? First of all, we've got messages coming at us pretty much all the time from birth, basically from society saying that what you weigh is a kind of measurement of your worth. We have lots of conditioning that your worth can, is something that you achieve, that you earn, that you arrive at, kind of like the after picture. 
Um, I remember speaking to a client who had told me that she had for so many years been participating in Weight Watchers and the mentality of Weight Watchers was there was this weigh in and the scale, whatever the number said on the scale was kind of like your grade of like, did you do a good job or not? And so she had learned to put her worth, her, um, you know, achievement, uh, was I good or bad in the number on the scale? And, you know, it's understandable. We get these messages all the time. But the problem with something like that is when we get those messages and we internalize them and we believe them, that doesn't necessarily give us agency or control over our self-worth. It puts us outside of ourselves. And it puts the ha- the power in the hands of something that is just a piece of plastic and metal on the scale on the on the floor, the scale. What if you get to decide your worth? What if you decide that no matter what the scale says, it's not necessarily a measure of your worth. You get to decide. What if you could decide right now in this moment that your body is a miracle and a gift exactly at the weight you are right this minute? Appreciating our bodies and ourselves is not something we are taught by our culture. We are taught by our culture to look to the horizon for when I will lose weight, then I will be worthy, then I will be happy. We are taught to fit into some mold of like, you're not good, you're not right, you're not okay now, but you will be if you try this beauty cream, if you do this weight loss program, if you do what have you. So we are not taught to appreciate ourselves. It can be done, but it's more of a practice. It's a discipline, like like you practice yoga or you practice medicine. It's not something with a finish line. We get to choose where we focus our attention. And there will always be things about our bodies and ourselves to focus on that are not perfect. Remember, perfection is not a thing. And there are always things about your body that are miraculous. There are always things that you can appreciate. Those two things can be true at the same time. But you get to choose which one you focus on. Remember, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. If you're looking for reasons why weight loss is hard, then that's what your brain will find. If you're looking for reasons why your body is a miraculous organism that can heal itself and keep you alive while you sleep and all the other amazing things, it is a portal through which you get to experience this life, then those are the things you will find. So if you're always focusing on how you're not there yet, that's what you'll get more of. But what is there? You know, what are we really after? What is it that we really want to feel? Because honestly, we we put our so much energy and focus and attention on a number on the scale, but the scale doesn't measure how you feel. The scale measures, uh, you know, the gravitational pull of your body on the earth right now. And so it doesn't actually help you get to or tell you anything about what you really want. Most of us, what we really want is to feel confident in our own skin, but we get mixed up with measuring and assuming that that feeling is going to come at a number but it doesn't. Who gets to decide if you feel confident in your skin? Who, who gets to decide if you feel comfortable in your body? Not the scale. The scale is a piece of plastic and metal that sits on the floor and spits out a number. You know what else does that? A calculator. Now, obviously a calculator doesn't sit on the floor, but you, you get what I mean. Here's a question. Have you ever felt bad about the number that a calculator delivered to you? I know I haven't, And the reason why is because I don't really make that number that the calculator comes up with. I don't make it mean anything. I certainly don't make it mean anything about me. But the scale is different. 
the scale, we we take that number, same thing, it's the same function, a little, you know, little tiny machine that creates, you know, spits out a number, a calculation. But the scale is different because we take that calculation, we take that number and we make it mean something about us. We make it a judgment of who we are, of how we are we good, are we bad. But the scale doesn't get to decide that. You do. The number on the scale does not tell you how comfortable you are in your own skin, nor does it measure your self-worth. You get to decide that. The scale can definitely be a useful tool in your weight loss journey, but only if you use it as a tool, not if it's going to wreck your mindset, not if it's going to be like this deity that we worship. Your mindset is your most powerful asset and is something to protect and very carefully cultivate your, your mindset. If you ultimately want to feel comfortable in your own skin, then that is something that you can focus on and proactively make that what becomes the most prominent in your awareness and your perception of life not necessarily what the number says on the scale. Okay, great. You may be thinking this all sounds good. Uh, I know that I perhaps make the scale make too, mean too much and I, I kind of want to like dial it down a little bit. I want to change my mindset, but I've spent years practicing the habit of looking to the scale to determine how do I feel. So, so what do I do? How do I change things? All right, you got this. So number one, we tend to deify the scale. So let's bring it back down to reality a little bit. Uh, you know, it is not the be all end all. It's honestly, it's not even 100% accurate. It is simply the, you know, sum total of our body mass on a, a particular day. And, you know, you can step on the scale three times in a row and it can say something different. So the scale is not always necessarily the most accurate uh, res- you know, measurement of your progress. In addition to that, all sorts of things unrelated to weight loss can make the scale go up temporarily that are outside of your control. Here are just a few examples of things that could make the scale go up that are not your fault, that have nothing to do with your progress and how hard you've been working. So number one, your hormones, perhaps it's that time of the month, that can absolutely impact the number on the scale. Maybe you have an injury, like you you know, have a bruise that's got some swelling or you, you know, bumped into something. Maybe you lifted weights yesterday, you know, those little micro tears in the muscles, you know, the the way that the body heals is to, you know, put fluid into the area where the injury is. And so it's swelling. So lifting weights, even though you were working out hard, you're, you might see the scale either stay the same or even go up a little bit the next day. That's normal. It's okay. Salty food. That's a big one. Um, Anything with extra sodium is definitely going to just soak up water. Uh, like a sponge. Same thing with uh, starchy carbohydrate foods. So things like bread, pasta, rice, potatoes a little bit as well, but you know, they're a vegetable. So I really, I'm a, I'm a fan of potatoes, bread, rice, pasta, less so. Think of it this way. Imagine if you took a piece of food and put it in a bowl of water, what would it do? So like pretzels, crackers, bread, it's going to get soggy. It's going to soak that, that water up. The same thing is happening in your body. Whereas like if you took a piece of broccoli or an apple and you put it in a bowl of water, that's going to mostly stay the same. It's not going to soak up that water. So whatever something would do in a bowl of water, you know, on your kitchen counter is the same thing it's going to do in your body. And when your body holds that water, that's going to influence the scale the next day. Listen, it's not fair. However, starchy foods like breads, rice, pasta, those comfort foods Unfortunately, they have an outsized impact 
on the, the number on the scale, on your results. And so if you're looking for a quick way to see some progress, try reducing those types of foods a little bit. No rules, not, let's not go with like, you know, restriction. That's not gonna lead to long-term success, but like whatever feels like something you can consistently keep doing for a long time, try and, try and moderate that uh, a little bit. So a handful of other things that could influence the scale that are outside of your control. Maybe you got poor sleep last night. Sleep is a huge factor in weight loss. And yeah, if you didn't sleep well last night, your body is going to be craving more sugar. It's just going to be craving those carbohydrate foods. And so your, your weight could go up simply because of how you slept. Um, maybe you need to have a bowel movement. Uh, don't want to get too personal here, but you know, sometimes needing to have a bowel movement, if you ha it's been a little while, that can influence the scale as well. And sometimes even the weather, if it's super hot outside or cold outside, that could influence the way that your body retains water and so forth. If you are sick, you have a cold, all kinds of things. So when we put our, you know, the, so much of our worth and like, am I going to have a good day or am I going to have a bad day? Totally on the number on the scale, you're putting your happiness on something that's outside of your control to some degree. And it's not even always a true accurate measure of how hard you've been working. So let's dial down the power the scale has and just kind of take it with a grain of salt. Like it is a tool, but it is not the, you know, the wizard of Oz that passes judgment on you as a person. Speaking of which, what if you were able to treat your weight loss journey like a scientist? So here's what I mean. This is step number two and like how to change your mindset is to view your weight loss journey like a scientist. So a scientist, um, when I was a teacher, I taught middle school science, love teaching middle school science because we could do these fun experiments and the kids could uh, create hypotheses and then they would create an experiment to test their hypotheses. They'd gather, gather data and eventually they would learn was their hypothesis correct or perhaps they proved it incorrect and then they would kind of analyze the results. But never did my students ever feel like the proving the hypothesis correct or incorrect, that was not a judgment on them as a person. It was information about the experiment that we were doing. Same thing with scientists in you know, the big world. Uh, if somebody is researching you know, the cure to, cure to cancer and they do an experiment and they find out that it doesn't work, that's actually really useful progress because it's getting them closer to the solution that does help cure cancer. So if we bring this back to weight loss, everything you do is data. Everything you try is an experiment. And the scale is simply a, a way to measure and gather data. It is information. It is not a judgment on who you are as a person. And so let's say the scale went up this morning. Huh, that's information. I wonder why. Let's do some research. Let's get, you know, create a hypothesis. Why did that happen? Well, I had a whole bunch of pretzels yesterday and uh, then we also had fries with dinner. So maybe those starchy foods are holding on to water. Let's see if I skip those tomorrow and see what the scale does. You know, things like that. Everything can be kind of depersonalized if you look at everything as just information. Let's say, for example, you had been doing really great on your plan and then one evening you found yourself binge eating and you just kind of kept going and kept going and couldn't stop or didn't want to stop, and the next day you're like, oh my God, I blew it. Why did I do that? That is information as well. That is an opportunity to treat your weight loss experiment as a scientist and be like, okay, instead of judging myself, instead of heaping on all the shame, let's get curious. What 
happened earlier in the day? Well, let's see. I didn't sleep well the night before, and I had a really long day at work, and um, you know, I got a phone call from mom about her new diagnosis, and that made me worried, and I just had all this emotional stuff going on, and I didn't want to deal, and so I turned to eating. How interesting. How fascinating. All of it is information that you can kind of reverse engineer and, and ask yourself, what happened? Why did that happen? And then that helps you be more prepared next time in the future. Okay, so step number two for changing your perspective on the scale is to treat it like a scientist. Try and depersonalize all the information. Just look at it with curiosity. Everything is just data in the science experiment of you. And the third thing in terms of shifting your mindset towards the scale is just ask yourself, what are your expectations? You know, I, earlier I talked about the story of I you know, signed up with this weight loss coach and by week two, I was like, this isn't working but I had never actually been clear with myself about what my expectations were. I just knew that my expectations were not being met. So take a minute and do yourself a favor and be very clear. What are your expectations? How fast are you expecting to lose weight? How long do you expect it to take? We've talked in the past about how a healthy rate of weight loss can vary, uh, but you know, an average number is roughly one pound per week. It can be a little faster, it can be often a little slower, but if you take an average, one pound per week is not unreasonable to ask yourself, ask of yourself. Um, so think to yourself, all right, how many pounds do I want to lose? Uh, let's say it's 20. So one pound per week, that's 20 weeks from now. Look at the calendar, map it out. What is the date 20 weeks from now? If you have that number in your mind, that can help you be patient in those moments when you're like, this isn't working. So Give yourself the gift of you know, lengthening that time frame of your expectations so that in the middle, when you feel like it's not working, you're like, well, I'm still you know, 14 weeks away from my end date, so there's plenty of time for me to continue to make progress. So give yourself that gift of patience and being honest with yourself about your expectations. Remember, what is the whole point anyway? What, what is the whole reason why you want to lose weight? It is not to get to a specific number on the scale. The scale does not tell you how you feel. That number on the scale doesn't get to determine how you feel. You get to decide. So what is it that you want to feel? How do you want to feel? What, what is the whole point of wanting to lose weight anyway? Get really clear on that. A lot of times we're, we want to feel confident. We want to feel strong, capable, beautiful, sexy, great. Why wait to feel good? You can feel those feelings. You have access to those feelings immediately right now today. Okay, so let's, let's say, for example, one of the things you want to feel is strong. What is an example of how you were strong today? Your, your body was strong enough to uh, open up the drawer in your dresser drawer to, to pick out a shirt to wear. Maybe you were strong enough to pick up your child from the, you know, who's playing on the floor. What is a way that your body is strong and is capable of doing things you want to do today. Perhaps you want to feel sexy. Great. Okay. What is a way that you can proactively look for that? Look for ways to feel that way today. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. But you got to be really clear about what you're looking for. And so get clear on what are what is the way that you want to feel and then get busy looking for evidence of how you can feel that way today. The feelings that you're looking for are accessible to you right now. It is not out there. It is not 
you know, on the other side of some number on the scale on the rainbow, the more you can cultivate the positive feelings now, the faster you're going to get to what you're actually looking for, which is not a number on the scale. It is how you want to feel. And one last thing, a different perspective is how would God see you? How would God want you to feel about yourself? I I often think about this when I look at my children and I think about, you know, just, just overflowing with love for them. And, you know, no matter what they do, no matter, you know, some of the mistakes they make, no matter how they look, I love them because they're my children. And I imagine that God feels that way towards us, except, you know, extra, immensely more. And when you step on the scale, imagine how does God want you to feel about you? Because you are God's creation. You are a piece of the divine. He created you on purpose for a reason exactly as you are. My guess is probably God wants you to rejoice in your amazingness. So just a thought to think about for today. All right. If you want to put in a tiny practice for this week, your confident action step for this coming week. Ready? Before you step on the scale, you get to decide how you want to feel. Because you are the same person, you weigh exactly the same amount in the 30 seconds before you step on the scale and the 30 seconds after. Nothing has changed except what's going on in your head and what you make that number mean about you. So why not decide in advance how you want to feel about you, no matter what the the number says on the scale? You get to decide. The number is just data. You get to determine how you feel. So so you decide before you step on the scale, how do I want to feel about myself today? And then look for evidence of how that is true in your life. All right. So that is it for today. If there's anything in this episode that has helped you, I would love for you to think of one person that you can think of that might benefit from hearing this message and just tell them about it. Share this podcast with them. Let them know that you care about them and that they deserve to feel awesome about themselves as well. All right. Also, check out my book, You Are a Miracle, available on Amazon. That would be really great, too. I put all my best stuff into that book. And remember, love yourself because you get to decide that you are worth loving every minute, every day, just as you are. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, you are a miracle.